Hey, Nick, you want to go watch Atlanta United 2? They're in the championship. Oh, damn. Atlanta's in the championship, too? Yeah, I mean, n- no. Atlanta United 2. What about them? They're in the championship. Atlanta? United 2. DC? No, Atlanta. What? What? Who are we talking about? Atlanta United 2. Oh, they're in the championship? Yes, they are. Okay, so who are they playing? In the championship? Yeah, who do they play? A lot of teams. A lot of teams? A lot of teams. Like 20 of them. In one game? One game? Yeah, one game. Which game? The championship. That's not a game. It's a league. What? The championship is a league. But the championship is a game. Yes, I... No. No, it's not. I'm confused. We all are. Uh, okay. The championship, it's the first division? No, the second division. Major League Soccer is the first division. Then what's the third division? League One. No, the third division. League One. No, I mean, what's the third division? The third division is called League One. The third division is called League One? Yes. League One is three. Yes. Why do they call it one? Because. Then League Two is fourth division? No. I mean, technically, technically it's not a professional league, so it doesn't fit into the pyramid at all. So League Two has no number. Yes. Kill me. Welcome to We Called Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Caleb. I'm Notch. And I'm Colin. This week, MLS is full of fantastic goals. Even Zardes scored. England has Schrodinger's VAR. And Sam Kerr gets our vote as World Player of the Year. Sorry, Lindsay. First sketch in years, years, months, years. What has it been? It's been over a year. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah oh, I think good. Our last sketch was uh, at the last game of NASL. Yeah. Well, Man. it felt good. Yeah. So, it, USL, of course, is renaming itself the championship and then re- renaming its uh, two lower tiers, League One and League Two, because they're idiots. And uh, we'll talk about that in a later segment. But first, I want to get your opinion on whether Darwin Quintero is in the top five MLS players and why he's not. No, because there's like 12 that are in front of him, I think. Yeah. No, he's not top five. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I like, agree. Like, he's we like actually top went, 15. We went through as we did the notes and counted. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm not going to make you count and, like, list them off and be like, oh, Diego Valeri is number 20 or, you know, I'm not going to, like, make us move them up and down. But who are your top five MLS players? Like, order doesn't matter. Just the, the best five. Um, Zlatan. Rooney. Justin Martinez. BWP. Diego Valeri. I think I think Rooney and Valeria are the controversial choices you just made. I don't think Valeria is that controversial of a choice. He was oh. league MVP like Gio, just Gio? last season. You exclude Giovinco, for example. I'm going off this year's form, okay. and Rooney <laughs> has turned around this season and so, made everyone around him much better. So, and in, in given this year's form, Chris Wondolowski is better than Giovinco. Who? <laughs> Colin, is there anybody you change off of Caleb's list? Um, I think I might change Rooney for Geo. Maybe. Okay. But keep Valeri. Yeah, I would keep Valeri. Valeri is probably top three for me. So, <laughs> I think I, I more or less agree with your list. I might throw in Vea on in, in given the week or David Villa given another week, and uh, but I think that's a pretty uncontroversial list. I do think. This YouTube video that was posted to Minnesota United subreddit saying, Darwin Quintero, is he the best, like, top in the top five best players of MLS? No, he's not. He really isn't. Top 5%. Yes. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, speaking of Quintero, it's time to move into our first segment of We Call It Soccer, a segment that we call United Passions. Our sport has a bright future ahead. In United Passions, we talk about the United we are most passionate about, Minnesota United SC, which this week, invited the Portland Timbers 
and all its Lumberjack fans into TCF Bank Stadium, and the score was... 3-2 Minnesota United! Minnesota United valiantly trying to lose this game later on and not succeeding uh, to the joy of its fans and to the disappointment of the fairly strong visiting Timbers support, who could be seen in a corner of TCF Bank Stadium, not breaking seats or throwing beer at kids, unlike some other visiting fans looking at you, Chicago Fire. But uh, I didn't catch the breaking seats part. Yeah. I caught the beer throwing. You caught the beer? Nice. Nice hands, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not Richard Sanchez, apparently. <laughs> got him. Got the Chicago bastards. <laughs> but um, there was also a beautiful TIFO from David Martin before this game. Our lumberjack is better than your lumberjack. The text didn't show up, but that was the intent behind it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, did. fantastic TIFO. Yeah. Our best all time. Hands down, right? Yeah, of course. It's, yeah. it's that one, then the Seattle one's right below it. I love that Seattle one a lot. What would remind me? It was uh, the two sheets, one with uh, Jimmy oh, Hendrix. The oh, Prince and the Hendrix, yeah. Oh, Tifa's been on fire lately. I yeah. think I gotta put the Seattle one above. I just, Ooh, it's so yeah. iconic. I think that one was iconic, man. Like, the, the, that's iconic versus, like, funny, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's a, that, it's like trying to compare the goals which are, like, technically beautiful versus the, like, screamer. I... I think I just go for the art direction and say that the Portland one was better. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. They're very close together, though. Up, up top, for sure. All right. Speaking of comparisons that are very difficult, best goal of this game? Bachel. Yeah. Bachel. Well, actually. Don't do it. Objectively <laughs> speaking. You're going to say Alvis Powell. I know you're going to say it. Objectively speaking, that was a banger. Okay, fine. Best celebration, Rudrian Bachel? Um. No, that would be Romario Ibarra's second. So Romario oh, Ibarra wait, falling right. down and getting hurt. Like, <laughs> he that, pulled that. his hamstring after he's on his shot. I mean, like, honestly, for about a minute, I thought that this was just, like, a really elaborate celebration where they were, like, nursing to him in the corner. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, wait, he was actually limping off. Shit. Yeah, it was kind of really inconvenient. I remember thinking right there, like, oh yeah, this game is gonna gonna go gonna 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 go south after that. And kinda did. And but before we get to all of that, it has to be said. The best maybe twenty-five to forty-five minutes Minnesota United has played all year. I'd argue uh end of the half to beginning the second half against LAFC. Okay. But it, nothing yeah. nothing else springs to mind. So yeah, it's definitely up there with our best performance of the year. We were dominant. We were pressing. In short, we were playing nothing like Adrian Heath usually makes this team play. So I'm imagining at halftime, he was like, guys, what did I tell you? And then we came out and conceded two goals. And he was like, good, good. They're listening. <laughs> Give me that severance. Give me that severance. Uh, I mean, you have to say that Diego Chara missing the first half, like... I understand why Gio Severisi wouldn't want to play one of his best players on a turf field very shortly after playing a, a pretty decent game that we'll talk about. Midweek, that is. Yeah, midweek game. What the fuck was Diego Chara doing on the bench for the first half? What the fuck was Diego Valeri doing on the bench until, like, the 75th minute? <laughs> like... I mean, Gio was... I probably got a phone call panicky last night, midnight. Be like, Adrian, he'd be like... Gio, you gotta help me, lad. I can't, I can't. It, they're coming for me, lad. I can't do this. You gotta save me. You gotta oh, give me a chance, please. Oh, trust me. Another English person will beg to differ about that. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, three. And I'm like, oh, Colin just like throws in like these mysterious things like we don't know when it's gonna come up later in the episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's gonna be like right after this day. It's gonna pop it on yes. us early Did, this year. Actually, episode. yes, because that oh, is shit. next in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> All right, so, so so pop it on us, Colin. Chris Wright had an interview in the Star Tribune. Uh, was that yesterday, Monday that it came out? It, it dropped uh, yesterday, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, in it, he had a number of choice quotes um, suggesting that neither Adrian Heath nor Manny Lagos are in real danger of losing their jobs at the end of the season, um, that the 2019 season is going <clears> to be the uh, bigger way that they are going to be judged that Adrian has done very well with the talent that's on his roster that Mandy Lagos has done well to bring in 
as he put it, eight or nine solid pieces that we expect to be big parts of our team going forward. <laughs> and like 30 or so Deadwood pieces that we should have the team right is, now. Is that why Darwin Quintero is so good? There are like eight of him and like they play one every game and like the others <laughs> like rest. I mean, we're not that bad. <laughs> are we? <laughs> not a car if you're Chris Wright. So yeah, a lot of lot of panic going on in the Minnesota United Twitterverse. Yeah, that four hours. You know, it's he's not going to say that they're fighting for their jobs in an interview with the Star Tribune. It's he's not going to say anything of substance really about the team as they're still playing games. You can still it's a it's the classic vote of confidence before the manager sat in the, the season. Well, it doesn't. Fingers mean crossed. anything at this moment. I don't think <laughs> you just can, you can say the vote of confidence in much more neutral terms than Chris Wright did. You could say like he was talking about how 2019, like this upcoming transfer window, is going to be critical for all of these people to bring in the things that are going to push this team over the top. Like, never mind the fact that Chris Wright. Also mentioned that the team has done very well to accumulate TAM, GAM, roster spots, and international slots. Which, by the way... Are we using all of our international spots? You cannot accumulate roster slots in MLS because those can't be traded. Also, Minnesota has had an open reserve slot all season. Who gives a fuck? Um, There's an international slot issue. Like, yeah... Unless they know these guys are going to be gone, we can cut ban on them. Sure, fine, whatever, maybe. Maybe, and this is being, me being super optimistic right now, that uh, Adrian Heath is the inverse of Jose Mourinho. His third season is always his best. <laughs> maybe that's what's happening right now. You know, the more that I hear Adrian Heath, I really doubt that he's anything but Jose Mourinho. In the third season? <laughs> yeah. So, any, anything more from this game that we should discuss? Um, Formation, I mean, starter, substitute, lack of thereof. Take a bow for your, like... Rocket? Sure. We'll were, call it that. You're, what were you going to use? Just go ahead. Just say it. Solid goal. Okay. Solid goal and very nice jump celebration. And then Rocket that went into the stands <laughs> as he celebrated... That may or may not have killed a small child. Rest in peace, that small child. Uh, Mario's out. Uh, Angelo Rodriguez came in for him. Obviously still not 100% fit. Was stretching and trying to get that calf loose. So if for Mario can't play, Angelo can't play. play. Mason Toy has to be called back, right? He has to be. I mean, he has to be called back just for depth's sake. I mean, we we have zero strikers. I mean, again, I, I, I started before this game somehow, yeah. but then Mario's like, hey, I'm a striker for, for 35 minutes. Oh no, my leg. It's like, no, oh, no, all of our strikers are cursed. Don't I, I enjoyed, call yourself a striker. I very much enjoyed MLS officials' tweet this past week saying, LAFC is an embarrassment of great strikers and backup. And it's a big picture of Christian Ramirez running around looking really happy. I'd like to go back to Nick's last line of the sketch Kill me. There's also a great picture of um, Will Ferrell meeting Christian Ramirez and looking both of them looking incredibly happy. Uh, It's got to be a little bit of an upgrade from the folks that Mr. Ramirez was meeting in town. Man, he probably met Harmar Superstar. That's something. (laughs) (laughs) It rubbed his belly, and then Harmar started taking his clothes off. Uh, Well, so yeah, I God, I hope they call Toy back. Some people think telling me. On Twitter, I was before this game. I was like, "Well, is no toy better than or no strikers better than like having a toy on the team?" And people are like, "Yeah, it is." And I think Mason Toy is pretty damn good. Like he's Abu Dhabi good, if you ask me. He can probably score some goals if he was given the chance. Like if if it was last year and we had Toy instead of Dunladi as our first draft pick, I think it, the, he would be the one with tons of goals. He's his shots beg to differ, but he's hit the post quite a few times and has been unlucky with some of his chances. But also, he hasn't, he's scored one goal in his professional career so far, and that was for uh, the switchbacks in the USL. I, I want to see more of him in the, at the USL level. But also, we 
don't have that choice right now. He needs to be tall backed up so we have a healthy striker on the roster. Sure. All right. Um, Chris Wright interview, you mentioned something about, was it USL or NWSL you mentioned? Um, USL. USL. Um, yeah, quick hit on that. Uh, 2019, it's going to be an affiliate. Um, oh, God. I know. Sorry. It's, it's, their argument was that they wouldn't be able to get it started. I'm just waiting for him point. to come out and be like, Atlanta United 2. And I'm just going to kill me now. Okay. Anyway, let's all move into a segment. Everyone's just going to die who's hosting this podcast. We're all just going to kill ourselves. Um, it's and, gonna... uh, For that, go to Suicide Buddies, which is actually a podcast that's really good with uh, Hampton Yant and David Ross. I should say, you know, we joke around, but if, if you are thinking about ending your own life, it's a pretty serious thing, and you should talk to somebody. Um, there are some great helplines out there that you can access. There are some great professional resources you can. And... You know, just just talk to someone, pick up the phone just once, just have a quick conversation. So we might make some jokes, but it's not something that, you know, it's a serious matter for us at heart. So anyway, moving along, let's move into our next segment, the top step. But the cream rise to the top, oh yeah. In the top step, we cover the latest news from America's Division One Leagues, Major League Soccer, and the NWSL. First up, the championship. USL, everybody. No, the, the NWSL championship. Where the North Carolina Courage, true to form, thumped the Portland Thorns. 3-0 on their home field. What? So obviously we should talk all about Paul Riley now, shouldn't we? That was a joke. That was a joke yes. about how no. whenever we talk about the women's game, it's always the dudes that get talked about. And sure, Paul Riley, North Carolina Courage, coach, whatever. Good job. Anyway, let's talk about the game. Um, one-way traffic. Portland looked decent for about 10 minutes to start the game, and then North Carolina started just kicking the ball around them. It, it, was, it, it was impressive. This is the best team in North America. Yeah. Hands down. The most dominant, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. And didn't they win like an international tournament they did. this summer as well? Yeah. Well, it's kind of the International it, Champions Cup. Best yeah, team but... Calling it right now. Yeah, and if it... Aside from some of the international call-ups during that, because that was during the She Believes Cup, I think. Mm -hmm. If anything, that actually would have hurt the courage more than the other teams that were involved. Yeah, I'm I'm just making the point that you can't... I mean, I don't know. I poo-poo the International Champions Cup just in general, and friendlies are dubious. But I guess, I mean, given the dynamics of the sport, you could argue that in the women's game, the ICC is far more consequential and... and Brings more bragging rights because of the timing of the season and all sorts of other factors. I mean, it doesn't just off of the fact that this was literally the first time they did it, but sure. No, what I'm, I, I, I I'm, understand what I'm your point. I'm just saying there the, are yeah. a preponderance of tournaments in the men's game that are played that are competitive that don't involve friendlies. There are so many opportunities for teams to play one another. That when a friendly tournament comes around, there's a tendency not to take it seriously. Whereas in the women's game, there are less opportunities to get on the pitch and make a distinction. And just play international teams in general. Yeah. So I would say, I mean, to me, that would be an opportunity to kind of... I wouldn't treat a friendly as a friendly in that case. Yeah, that's absolutely but that, that's that, that was just my, yeah. my thought. So I'm, I'm making yeah. a case for why the ICC matters and why the Courage are the best team in the world. Sure. Possibly the universe. Not sure about that lead on Mars. They're <laughs> good or not. They, I, I don't respect the way Martians play soccer, minute. man. It's a different I th- sport. I thought women were from Venus and men were from Mars. Oh, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Lynn Williams getting getting a a, a yeah, goal. Storing the first. No. No. Uh, Debrina. De- Davinia did. Davinia scored the yeah. first. Lynn Williams um, almost scored because... Almost broke the post. Yeah. Rocket of a shot. Yeah. And Michael almost, would be impressed. Yeah. Almost broke Adriana French's hand as well. Uh, but the rebound did go in uh, from Dabinia. Um, then a brace for Jess McDonald. Uh, one of them, fantastic chipped cross from some person that I don't feel like naming. Um, ended up beating <laughs> French to the header. Adriana French did not have a bad game in this. It, it was a lot of defensive lapses for the Thorns. Um, McDonald's second goal was just an iron skillet corner. It was 
bad by the after scoring jess mcdonald revealing an undershirt that read Je- uh, jesus paid for it no was it paid for all I believe. Ah, G- jesus paid for all and i just imagine the courage going out on the town in portland and at every bar when the tab comes up jess mcdonald's like Jesus paid for all. They just all walk out, and like there's a bunch of tabs that are. There's actually a protest unpaid. against uh, sports betting because there's a big booty in Portland called uh, Jesus, well Jesus actually, and he actually tried to fix this game, but Justin Donald was not having any of it, and I was like, I was a motion towards the football association to be like, hey, this guy's you know fixing games. Yeah. He's pay he paid for it all. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we're just getting into cutting into your segments nowadays, man. You know, Trust well, me, what, what are you going to do for soccer things now? Oh, where this tinfoil come from? I've got a good one. Don't worry. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations, Jess McDonald, because uh, she had a great game. And then Portland, not so much, though. Bad defensive lapses. Really only a couple of decent chances the entire time. Like, first 10 minutes, sure. They looked like maybe they would take it to them to start. But afterwards, no. <laughs> I really think that the courage should be given, like, in the offseason. They should just have them play in the Women's Super League in uh, in England. Or, like, put them in one of the European leagues. Just, I would love to see competitive games from the courage playing these other sides. And this is one of those dumb, like, put Celtic in the Premier League kind of things. But I, I just would love to see them. Like, we know they're so good. I mean, I just want to see them go on the road and like thump everybody in their way. You know it, what I'm saying? Realistically, it would be the French league that you would want to see because that's got Olympique Lyonnais. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, hell, throw them in the women's champions league. Should do you think that they should just do like a club World Cup in for women's, women's soccer? They, do they not already? No, no they I mean, don't. And they should. They should. Yeah. But like every single year. They yeah. should. I, mean, they I do, think that would be super cool. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, I I mean, I would like just set aside a week, cancel all the other league games, and just have this like back to back games. The only concern I would have is, and this is just based off of not knowing what the infrastructure is. What sort of club world cup would there be with African teams if there's not a continental competition? Asia, I don't know if there's a competition. I do believe Conmebol is has a few different leagues that they mm-hmm. could at least do a qualifying tournament from, but yeah, you know, aside from that, it would be NWSL versus Liga MX Femenil. I am just saying that I I seriously all this is just coming from the 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 sense that I just want to see the courage go on the road and just continue to demolish teams in their path i mean i'm just i think they would i absolutely would. yeah it's it's stunning how this team has been assembled how some of them were cast off from other sides and i i don't think anybody expected just this level what one game lost all year one game lost one game drawn yeah it's it's an it, maybe more than one game drawn but okay, yeah six games drawn one game lost yeah. 17 wins i mean this is just Wow. And and again, let's not forget, they've won the Shield two years in a row. They were runners-up last year. To Portland. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it's... And their precursor club is the Western New York Flash. Right. Long live the Flash. <laughs> they didn't. So, anyway. Well, let's move on to, from the consequential to the utterly inconsequential, the MLS Campeones crap. <laughs> I just noticed that in the nuts. Which, by the way, the trophy—the trophy looks like there, there's a, a giant silver poop emoji. Yeah, exactly. No, with, I was gonna with a one in the middle. It, it's like the Big Ten logo. It, it looks like a dong to me. Okay, it's like the sheet, <laughs> and there's a freaking penis coming up the middle, which like has a wider top no, than the you know. I mean, anyway, uh, it's a it's a pinia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, uh, t- Toronto lost three one to Tigres. I mean, at this point, why are Toronto even representing MLS? Like, it's, you know, at the end of a season in which they've been abjectly crap. You know, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, this should have been played maybe six months ago. And Tigres would have still, yeah, still won. Yeah, Tigres still yeah. would have won. There's, All right. Yeah. MLS 
Now, Portland Timbers played midweek to Columbus, beat them 3-2 at home. Yeah, uh, Portland wins at home, and holy crap, Andy Polo with a crazy rebound to himself. It was, it was like the equivalent of, in basketball, you throw up an alley-oop to yourself. Lalo Zabubakar having a moment in this game that was much akin to the response Alexi Lalas gets to all his tweets, where Lalas left Armenteros completely unmarked, like miles of space. Armenteros gets the ball, shoots it, and then Lalas Abubakar deflects it into the goal uh, from an absurd angle. It was just, I mean, man, that guy should just walk straight out of the pitch, off the field, got onto a plane, gone to a beach, just sat there and been like, man, I'm done with soccer after that. Like, that was embarrassing. I have a feeling he's not going to do that, but sure. Yeah, he's a really good player. Anyway, <laughs> Seattle played Philadelphia Union. We, we're obsessed with the song here at We Call it Soccer. We heard it for the first time today. Uh, like the actual song. Yeah, the, 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 the techno track. Yeah. And uh, we can't stop singing it. Producer Nick hates us now. Yeah, he's shaking his head. So, anyway... Union, though, they won 1-0 against Seattle. Yep. Um, could have been 2-0 as- aside from a VAR call. Yeah. yeah. Burke offside on the goal early in the game. Uh, Jack Elliott just sent off for Philly with, for, with a certain yellow. And then Fafa Pito, photo Fafa Pito to dial with a great interception off of a terrible Stefan Fry pass and then nutmegs Fry for the game-winning goal late in the game. It was stoppage time. Delicious goal. That. Speaking of nutmeg, San Jose nutmegged my heart when they came up against Atlanta. <laughs> Fuck you, San Jose. Your heart has legs? <laughs> it's, it's different, <laughs> okay? Get that here's, looked at. Yeah, the best part. not healthy. Notch did not know what this result was when we started watching <laughs> the highlights. And knowing that he is the biggest Atlanta hater ever, I, thought, I, you know, I was like licking my chops just to see how disappointed he would get. The funny thing is I watched this entire game uh, last week. I just blocked it out of my mind. The trauma was too much to take. San Jose went up 3-1 and then threw this game away and lost. No, no. They went up 4-1 <laughs> and then they lost it 4-3. We should, okay. we should, we should, we should we clarify what we mean. I, th- I think so, they understand what it is. Let's move on. At 3-1... Uh, Chris Wondolowski scores a goal. Uh, this was a shock in itself, but turns out, no, he didn't because the whole move had started with a handball in Philadelphia's box. So it turns out instead of Philadelphia or not Philadelphia, San Jose is very odd if it had been in Philadelphia's box. But anyway, San, the, that's how far down the pitch it was. It was actually mind, all the way across the ocean, across all of Asia and Europe across the Atlantic, and then into Philadelphia. This, this game has challenged my mind so much that I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble talking about it, but I'll, I'll soldier on bravely. So anyway, Wando's goal that was disallowed started from a movement in San Jose's box, which was a handball on a San Jose defender. So instead of Wando getting San Jose's fourth, Joseph Martinez steps up to take a penalty for Atlanta, which he does in the most annoying fashion possible, and scores. As he just like hops into it, it I wasn't a stutter step. He Joseph, was skipping. Joseph like, Martinez skip to my loo. Joseph Martinez to save puppies from a burning building. But oh, so annoying the way he does that. Yeah, it's I'd be like, How dare you do that those, in that way? Those dogs are probably so gonna grow up and bite some babies or something. Like you know, I'd, I'd probably, I would, I yes, I would do that. That man has, can do nothing right for me. Although, to be fair, this is us. I haven't watched it. Sorry. Anyway, let's. Anyone that watches this is us this will column. know exactly what I'm talking about, and you would actually like the result. Now you know. Now we know how you feel when we say Game of Thrones on this podcast. Right there, we go. Anyway, well, so that started Atlanta's quote-unquote comeback. They scored three goals. Got you know got the four they needed to beat San Jose. I'm just saying this was a conspiracy. It's all fixed. Garber's in on it. Tata Martino, everybody. It's, it goes straight to the top, and I hope Atlanta just goes away. I dislike them very much. Very well put. <sighs> LAFC won 2-0 over San Jose. Uh, San Jose with two losses in the week. Walker Zimmerman with almost identical goals in this sort of brace. Both up corners. Bring that iron still down to California and beat some San Jose defenders with it. 
Seriously, what are like, you doing, San Jose? Just hit that iron skillet on the San Andreas fault and just make <laughs> the entire place <laughs> split open. All right. Well, uh, with that, it's time to split this show open by taking a quick break. We shall return with more from the MLS, Lower Leagues USA, and much, much more. If this was a topical pod that handles stuff from outside of soccer, we'd be talking about Philadelphia Flyers uh, mascot in more detail. But I do want the good people to listen to what you just shared. Oh, uh, tweet by Connor McSpadden at Connor McSpadden. Oh, no, Louis Cité found the Louis Cité found the mask. And then a photo of this new Philadelphia Flyers mascot with googly eyes. Uh, yes, very appropriate. Anyway, let's now move on with more MLS games. New York Red Bulls played Toronto FC. Red Bulls coming out 2-0 victors. Here's a question for you. Are Toronto terrible? It says in trouble in the notes, but I'll, yeah, I'll accept you, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I that's know. better, actually. Yeah. Yeah, more appropriate. At this yeah. point, yeah, there are... Collective garbage fire calling collect wins against other garbage fires like the galaxy. Speaking of garbage fires, boo, Michael Bradley. Because boo, 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 boo. boo. Yeah. I got to boo Michael Bradley because he deflected the ball into his own net. <laughs> I mean, why would you... Are you booing Michael Bradley for that because you're a secret Toronto fan? I'm looking, or... booing Michael Bradley because it pisses off some very, very specific people on Minnesota United Twitter, and I really enjoy <laughs> booing the shit out of him because of that. So anyway, Michael Bradley, though, what a what an idiot. He deflected the ball into his own <laughs> net, and uh, then Etienne Jr. got the ball uh, after some equally stupid antics from a Toronto defender. Uh, Toronto defender, I don't remember his name. Uh, that was Zavaletto, wasn't uh, it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. It is now. We besmirched his reputation if it wasn't that way. And just tripped and fell on his butt. And then just let at the end go by because he tripped and fell over himself. I mean, beautiful chip over uh, Bono. You typically, when you're you're looking for a cross that's coming in, turn towards the direction you're running in and then turn around and look back. You don't turn around and try to do the, the thing that we all try to do in nursery, which is you. The first time you learn to walk backwards, you're like, can this, is this going to work? And you fall over after one step, which is essentially what happened here to Zapoleta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looked at a toddler walking for the first time. Yeah. Etienne, though, not looking like a toddler. Uh, producer Nick, after this, is saying to us, they should make Toronto remove the star. Quote, unquote. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, they should. Then they should strip them of all their clothes and drive them to Toronto, ringing a bell saying, shame, shame, shame. shame. That dark really quick. You, hey, Tom, do you get that reference? <laughs> kind of. Okay. Uh, in more MLS conspiracy news, Don Garber and Hitler have ensured oh that, that the PWP <laughs> Wait, will be suspended. I thought they were the same, Notch. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they've ensured that BWP will be suspended for the Atlanta match this weekend. Due to yellow card accumulation, Atlanta played RSL, and guess what? They won. Who cares about Atlanta anyway now? All they can do is win, win, win. Who cares? No, Nobody what. cares. Honest question that I asked, not when we watching the highlights, that you had trouble answering. If you, uh, would you rather take away all of Atlanta's MLS wins or take away Donald Trump's election win? And you, you thought about it for... You taught me something about myself, Caleb. <laughs> I really dislike Atlanta United. He's I continuing really dislike... to think about it. That's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, Julian Gressel got a goal. Big yawn from me. I'll yeah, tell you guys. After like 35 minutes of Atlanta just shelling RSL. Um, and then Tito Vialba. Good shot off the post. Ricocheted into the back of Nick Ramondo. <laughs> And I said, you know, if, if he was taller, he would have saved that initially. And then, you, Notch, you said that if he was shorter, it wouldn't have hit him off the post. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Columbus played Colorado in Columbus and came out the two win victors. It's, it's been a while since we asked this. Is Colorado good? No. No. Next. Okay. Uh, is Zardes good? Another question that we haven't asked in a while. 
The answer might surprise you. Coming up after the... No. <laughs> it's yes. It's yes. Yes, yeah. yes, he is. I'm uh, Shocking. shocked to admit this. Straight red for Colorado's Declan win for kneeing a Columbus player in the butt. In the butt. Right in the butt. What, what in the butt? <laughs> and uh, Pippa Higuain restores lead for the crew and gives them the win. Montreal playing New York City FC. The game ending 1-1. The Norwegian is back. The Norwegian scores again. Except for Joe Ingeberg, it didn't actually score because it was an own goal by the Montreal defender. Um, yeah, n- not a great game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Montreal equalizes. Uh, great bad pass by Piatti for the uh, goal. Uh, no sign of our friend Mish and any of his nippling in this game. New England played Chicago. The game ending two two. Really though, this game yeah. not so great. Yeah, another not that great game, except great goal by your favorite player, Notch. Is it Pania? Uh huh. Christian Penis. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. You care. You do care. Just, I appreciate just it. Just looking out for you. I know that it's been a bad week for somebody that hates Atlanta. Uh, you need it's been it. a bad season for someone who hates Atlanta. <laughs> anytime I've had two seasons for someone who hates Atlanta. You guys know, anytime I'm feeling bad, a little bit of Pania makes me feel better. So, <laughs> Orlando plays Houston. The more we know so, about Notch. So many things on a very special We Call It Soccer. <laughs> Orlando played Houston. The game ended nil nil. Let's just uh, leave it at that unless you have something burning you want to mention. Four defensive midfielders at home for Orlando. Ugh. Philadelphia playing Sporting Kansas City. Philly getting the two goals for a shock result. Are we sure that Philly played? Because I'm pretty sure that was actually Bethlehem Steel. Like the one that won the U.S. Open Cup in like 1923 or whatever. That's why Jay Simpson looks so old. Ellie <laughs> Galaxy. Lag. Damn, someone restarted the server. Uh, they played Seattle and the Galaxy coming out 3-0 victors. Started out about 15 minutes, and Brad Smith clatters into Ola Kamara in the box, gave up a PK slurp as Laton, shortly afterward pulls his hamstring, and then as he's leaving the game, watches Zlatan hotwire his car and drive away with his girl. He doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> Several stories coming out this week about how the LA Galaxy front office has been a complete tire fire, including one which they said that he had done absolutely no scouting on Siani and just basically relied on someone telling him, yeah, this Siani guy, he might be pretty good, huh? Uh, and then just signed him. <laughs> like, so. well, shit. We're out of center backs. Oh. We actually need to sign him. That actually, was their thought process. Breaking news, that's Stout just signed from Minnesota. <laughs> No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alessandrini was just onside uh, for a cross to Ola Kamara, who bangs in a goal. Boateng scores one off Stephen Fry, who is not having a good week for Seattle. No. No, not at all. And um, Seattle's offense had nothing in this game. The first save for David Bingham was their first shot on target in the 67th minute. It's and the fact that David Bingham made the save in itself says a lot surprising. about Seattle. He's still trash. I uh, should mention that Chad Marshall did not play in this game. Don't know why, if he was injured or not, but maybe he's that important to the Seattle back line. Just changing the post. Stefan Fry. Vancouver Whitecaps played FC Dallas. Dallas getting the 2-1 win in Vancouver, and this ending the glorious five-year reign. A Whitecaps coach called Robinson. Bravo! Uh, Matthew Rudy deemed the Whitecap killer by the Vancouver commentary team. Also known as Global Warming, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the sad trombone at the end? (laughs) 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 I want a tuba playing that, playing the dupe song outside of... Carl Robinson's house right now. (laughs) (laughs) Carl Robinson, by the way, has got Vancouver to a Canadian championship, three playoff uh, opportunities, finished second in the conference, I think three years ago, third last year, and is currently, uh, or was currently sitting uh, seven points above Minnesota in the Western Conference. Just saying, other teams fire coaches who have done quite well 
uh, we've had a lot of their coach who's not done very well in two years. So actually, it's like Chris Wright braided every single coach, and everyone got an A and a gold sticker. Oh, isn't that nice? There's a story actually from Florida where a teacher got fired because she refused to give a student who had turned nothing in the minimum fifty percent that the the school policy required teachers to give. Uh, students you can't give students less than a 50 no matter what like that student could have taken a big dump on her table and he'd still have to get <laughs> but hey that would have meant the student turned something in it was biology class wasn't it right if the student's in a shit on the table it has to be some sort of science is that it's not english lit right <laughs> yeah let's hope so i don't know have you read modern poetry lately <laughs> it was actually a modern art class you got an a all right, it's time to move into a segment we call Get Low. Let's get low and get to our wrap-up of U.S. Lower League's soccer, where this week, as we mentioned in our intro to this episode, USL, the United Soccer League, has changed its name to the United Football League. We're now going to have the Johnstone Paint Trophy, the Carling Cup, and all your favorite it's English a, hits. The Carabao Cup now. It's no, no, no. It's a meaningful trip. No, no, no. We no. got the old one. Like all yeah. the old jerseys and branding is now coming to us. Also, you know, the, the Johnstown Paint Cup is actually the one that's just for EFL uh, teams. Yeah, I know. And and we should. In fact, why are they naming it the United Football? Just call it the English Football League. Let's just go full English and re- rename everything. You know. In fact, let's all call each other mate. And. Uh, you know, Nashville not drink Villa. beer in the stadiums. Nashville, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that very much. Austin but Villa. The story here, of I'm course, that the United Soccer League Richmond Villa is rebranding its leagues. USL formerly the, the 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 artist formerly known as USL Pro, aka currently USL, will be renamed into the Championship. The upcoming USL D three will be named League One, and USL PDL, which is the Professional Development League, mostly used by college pros a.k.a. not pros, is going to be called League 2. Note, none of these leagues feed into each other or anything like that. The rumors being that the the championship and League 1 are going to have some sort of trophy between themselves, which is kind of cool, I guess. Well, but- that and USL did actually say in a Twitter Q&A that eventually this might foster pro-realm. Okay. Eventually. Well, I this naming thing just it's the worst of US soccer like tendencies. I know it doesn't fucking matter. It 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 doesn't matter. But like God she, she just copied it. It makes no sense in England to have the third division called League One or to have the fourth division called League Two. It doesn't make sense there. It makes less sense here. Man, when they found the fifth divi- fifth division is called the National League. Fucking kill me. <laughs> They're also called the Istamian League or some shit. Okay, anyway. That's only in Florida, though. Football yeah. manager nerds. Uh, all right, let's now... Yeah, that's all we need to say about U.S. lower leagues this week is enough. I'm just too angry to continue talking about them. Let's now go Efren into... Efren Alvarez, a... hat-trick. Yes, he did score. He scored something like 16 goals this year. Like, he is knocking them in. Dude should be getting a senior debut any minute now. Hopefully it's for the U.S. All right, let's now move into a segment that we call The System Only Dreams in Total Darkness. Let's get national and discuss the latest from the United States national team. The U.S. women's national team roster has been announced for the CONCACAF Women's Championship. Any notable occurrences? No room for Adriana French. Um, Again, she plays for France. No. Yeah, she's no. French. She's a French citizen. <laughs> she's taking into Adriana Freedom that's what she should do <laughs> I just started singing that to the tune of Elton John's Philadelphia Freedom in my head it oh, works God. perfect brilliant alright alright well okay so she wasn't in there everything else uh, yeah any... pretty straightforward Tiara Davidson um, is out with a broken ankle um, so mm. not great for the defense but Let's be honest. This is probably a better situation than the Hex. Oscar Pareja of FC Dallas has been rumored to be taking over the United States men's national team, his tendency to play young players and lose uh, stars who've gone off the burn 
such as Kellen Acosta, would be something that people are saying would treat him well. However, coming out and saying that there has been no official conversation yet between him yes. and U.S. soccer. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, please. Okay. All right, let's now move into a segment that we call the Stiff Upper Leagues. What are you doing in England? Mind your own business. Something about the English leagues where prop footy happens. That's the subheading for this segment in our notes. However, it should probably read something like... No, no, no. Blah, it should blah. read exactly that. Yes, it should. Yes, it should. Uh, also, new, breaking news out of England, the English Football League naming its uh, leagues EFL Pro, EFL D3, and EFL PDL. Uh, just, you know, because they're idiots like the USL stuff. Anyway. Makes sense with how the Premier League treats League 2. Yeah. Any, any, um, any notable results we should be talking uh, about here? United, Manchester United uh, drops points to Wolves and Old Trafford. Followed by a breakdown, 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 breakdown between Pogba and Mourinho. Today, Mourinho rumored to have told Pogba, you will never be captain again. Oh, no. Is that Barcelona I hear? <laughs> we'll talk about why that was a terrible mistake for Mourinho in just a little bit. City getting the 5-0 win against Cardiff. Liverpool. Yep. Beating much... Liverpool B. So, you know. So let's see the, the future players for Liverpool. We, 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 Superman there. pointing at Superman? <laughs> Guys, guys, Southampton fans might listen to this podcast. Come eh, on. They, you know, know. Feelings. they know what their team is. They have feelings, y'all. Uh, Burnley beating Bournemouth 4-0. Everyone's favorite team, Bournemouth. Probably the, one of the shock results of, this, of, the lead, of the weekend, at least. Yeah, Burnley's been garbage so far this year. Uh, their first points of the year right there. And Bournemouth have been very good. George Michael and Wham tying 0-0 with Chelsea despite Yarmolenko's Best Guying efforts. It. Oh my god. Which oh, weren't so very good. Yeah, he uh, But that means Chelsea drops points. That means Liverpool's alone at the top, baby. What? Let's end the season right now. How about that? Let's end the season right now. Anyone? Anyone up for that? Anyone else? No? Contri- contributing to Caleb's good mood is that Everton lost his last uh, weekend. 2 0 to Arsenal. Man. Colin, tell me about bro. Arsenal this year. How are they looking? Um, it, it, honestly, it's looking better. I'm surprised it's, that it wasn't it, supposed it, to be this way. Did <laughs> you play? Your... There's there's a lot of aspects that are worrisome, but it it's the it, results are starting to come. Uh, but that, we will talk about how those results are coming in a little bit. See, Wait, see this, what we were saying about those hints. No, okay. He said that the results were coming. Yeah, so, I mean, you know. Anyway, Pania, Pania, Pania. Carabao Cup news: uh, Manchester United tied two two with Derby County. Derby won eight seven on the penalties. Uh, Phil Jones missing the penalty for Manchester United. Otherwise, everyone else made theirs. So, I mean, come on, Phil Jones, what are you doing? Mourinho uh, even broke the in case of bad result, bring on Fellaini box, and still not getting the result. Uh, that Luke, was a remarkably yeah good strength uh, Man United side to uh, lose to a championship team, particularly one coached by a former. Mourinho charge Frank Lampard. Yeah. Ashley Young, Romelu Lukaku, Anthony Martial, Fred. All those players were on the pitch at the end of the game and they still lost. I think it's time for Jose Mourinho to come to MLS. Do I want him as the Mr. Yes. The answer to that question is yes. Just like Zlatan and Rooney. Uh, Okay. Fine. Give him a year. Sure. Give him two years and two years only. Burton beat Burnley 2-1, and that's all we need to say about that. Let's now move into a segment we call They Don't Call It Soccer in brackets. Some do, though. Where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about already. First up, FIFA announced their hashtag the best awards. The worst. And they are hashtag the worst. The worst. <laughs> I like this thing we have going. I really do. We, we, should, we should take that show on the road. So, I, I, really, these were fucking terrible. Mo Salah wins the Pushkas Award for a goal that didn't win goal of the week when it was scored against Everton uh, last goal year. Of the month. It wasn't even his best goal of the year. No. His best goal. I, I, yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean... I mean... I, sorry, Caleb. No, I, I totally Liverpool. agree. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree that that was a better goal. And also, but Mo Salah should have won something. They just got him like, you didn't have this one. Take it. And was like, I, We're going to screw you over. Do we need yeah. to dignify this list with a, a selection? I mean, the best player is Luka Modric for the men's side. Let's just mention that much. I do want to take issue with the fact that the FIFA Women's Player of the Year was Marta, 
which anybody who has watched any NWSL will tell you is abjectly wrong. Yeah. I'm not even sure if Marta is the best player on the Orlando Pride. Seriously. Like, that's probably Alex Morgan. So Hit anyone in, on the Courage, and you probably have a better choice right there. Hell, who, pick Sam Kerr. I, or Sam Kerr. Yeah, I absolutely. was going to ask the or question. Who or would, Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you the question. If you had to pick somebody, one person, who would it be? Sam Kerr. Yeah, I'd, I have to agree Sam Kerr. Why? Um, for the same reasons that you hate Darwin Quintero. Um, <laughs> I don't hate Darwin no, Quintero. We've been over this before. Yeah. You definitely hate <laughs> yeah. Darwin Quintero. This happened off mic. Not hates Darwin Quintero. No. Um, His handle is at two United fans. You send all the hate there. So Sam Kerr, the great thing about her is that her goal scoring ability drives everybody away for her to help Chicago Red Stars be relevant. The difference between her and like Darwin Quintero is that she is good enough that she actually does drive the Red Stars into the playoffs. Yes, she is obviously their best player. Defenses know that. Defenses plan for that. And she still scores tons and tons of goals against them. And she, again, she carried the shot of Red Stars to the playoffs. That is true. I mean, they, yep. they were... Lindsay not... Horan won NWSL MVP this year. That's, be... that's probably the other vote I would have. I think that would be my choice uh, in this. I've already tried to claim she was the GOAT a couple of episodes again. was shot down vilely by you guys. I just can't justify her being MVP when she also has Tobin Heath on her team. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. 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 Uh, let's not talk about the FIFA World 11. Seriously, if they knock on, they don't even have one Ibsen on there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's um, just mention the fact that David De Gea wasn't even a finalist for best goalkeeper, and he's on there. Danny Alves played 18 games total in 2018, and Kylian Mbappe and Lionel Messi were forwards, despite the fact that Mo Salah was ahead of them in the Men's Player of the Year list. Bernie Sanders needs to run on an abolished FIFA platform for 2020. He'll be elected president. All right. Champions League news. Manchester City played Lyon and lost. (laughs) (laughs) First English team to have four consecutive losses in the Champions League. Almost said championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Young boys beat Manchester United. Or no, Manchester United beat young boys. I always need one. No, no, no. Jose Mourinho (laughs) beats young boys. That is the that is the headline from this result. It could be a lot worse than to beat him off the pitch. Okay. <laughs> it did. It was three nothing, man. Europa League news, Red Bull. There was a Red Bull derby. This was very amusing. <laughs> I mean Red, I mean uh, how, This was they, Superman pointing at this, Superman. Spider Man. <laughs> the meme is Spider-Man. I let it go once. I'm not having you disperse the Spider-Man pointed it's itself meme. Red Bull Leipzig played Red Bull Salzburg. Salzburg getting the 3-2 win on their German uh, Red Bullion counterparts. I'm pretty sure that's Actually, the... Actually, no, it's Rosenball Sport Leipzig and Red Bull Salzburg. So they're totally different teams, <laughs> and I'm going to appreciate it. And I was really just hoping that they would all be playing in the same jerseys, and it was like one of those participation <laughs> matches. Like, score in any goal. It doesn't matter. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. But it wasn't like that. And Marseille got beaten by Eintracht Frankfurt 2-1. Arsenal should have won 4-0 against Vorskla Poltava but led in two late goals after Lucas Torreira went out. Gee, it's like it says something about that team. Well, it's not the worst club result in the world for Arsenal. (laughs) 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 Bundesliga news. Hoffenheim and Dortmund are getting a 1-1 draw where Christian Pulisic with the late equalizer was the hero for Dortmund. Uh, David Sarachan can suck it. Schalke getting beat 2-0 by everyone's favorite, Munich. James Rodriguez scored pretty much right away. Munich didn't have to work and yet still had 70% possession. This oh. is how bad Schalke is this year. Bad news for uh, U.S. Men's National Team, uh, Weston McKinney, this time due to badly bruised thigh. Bone. Really bad. Oh, bone. He has thigh deep bone, bone bruise. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Schalke 
their logo has is a giant S with O four, which actually has their wins and their losses. They're O and four this season. So <laughs> wow. <perfect>. Uh, La Liga <laughs> is a place in uh, which the <laughs> controversy about playing a game in Miami has continued to brew. We don't really need to talk about it, but the players. Uh, Florentino Perez, the Federation president, all sorts of people, the Pope, um, Mother Teresa, uh, Hillary Clinton, they all have come up and said that the game in Miami cannot happen, but Javier Tebas, the league president, continues to insist it will happen. So we shall see. Uh, Hatafe played Atleti, Atleti getting the 2-0 win. First goal for Thomas Lamar in his Atleti career. Comes after forcing an own goal off the back of Getafe keeper David Soria. He at least actually did score a goal later in the game. Barcelona, though, with the shock result tying Girona 2-2. I mean, what the hell, guys? What kind of league is it where you treat a draw like a loss? I La Liga just, I, league. I, I don't, I don't A league where it. you have Lionel Messi. Okay, all right, fine. Liga, uh, Lyon beat Marseille 4-2. Uh, Bertrand Traore with a brace also won the insurance penalty. Uh, the worst part of this, though, um, Leon claimed that they cannot sanction an ultra faction who distributed flyers before the match claiming Marseille is, and I quote, a city where AIDS reigns, unquote. All right, well, Serie A, uh, Parma played Cagliari. Uh, this game ending... 2-0 to Parma. Gervinho, though, the, the thing that you should go back and look at in this game. Gervinho, the ageless. He's 31. And also, that dude was 31 when he played for Arsenal. Also, he's on Parma now? When did that happen? I Probably this year, honestly. I, I just, I'm pretty sure it did, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that, it's time for us to move to our final segment of the episode, which we call Soccer Things. In Soccer Things, Colin dips into the deep, dark corners of the soccer world to bring you stories you won't and shouldn't believe. So, the thing that we did not discuss in the Arsenal-Everton match is that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang scored a magnificent goal that was even more magnificent because he was magnificently offside. However, there is a very good reason why that goal was allowed to stand. It is because VAR is not in force in the Premier League yet. However, I can tell you with absolute certainty that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is actually part of the attempt to get VAR into the EPL. We all know that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is not who he says he is. Wait, what? He is actually Barack Aubameyang. <laughs> who, as a member of the Illuminati, is attempting to institute VAR in the English Premier League. Surprisingly enough, the Illuminati, they have their fingers in every single pie. For this one, they know that they can get the tech contracts to get all of that video equipment. It's, it's small fries for them, but it's worth it. So what Barack Obama Yang is actually doing is forcing all of these goals that are so horrendously offside that it causes the English Premier League to have to institute VAR. The referees have to feel guilty about it because, well, you know what? It was a really bad goal. I guess we need VAR now because there's no other way for us to find it. I'm just saying. Follow the money. I mean, it made sense. Follow the money and then follow the pyramid that's at the top <laughs> of the pyramid that's on the back of the money. I can't wait for them to actually get that pyramid off the damn money and then people are like, it was the pyramid people who took the pyramid off the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, with that, it's time for us to tell the good people where they can find us on Twitter. I'm at Olson 716 also right for 551. Uh, also thanks to Tectonics for the use of, of their song Lustless as our theme music. Check them out on Bandcamp and SoundCloud and the YouTubes and such. Uh, you can find me at The Attachment uh, where I'm uh, giving even more evidence to Matt Doyle and possibly Jeff Reuter for articles about 
how bad Angelo Rodriguez is, including links to my work at E Pluribus Lunum. Which you should go and read. You can also read my tweets at TWO United Fans. We Call It Soccer is produced by Nick Rodriguez, whose views on soccer and politics can be found at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Tell your friends to listen to us, please. We would love for them to become We Call It Soccer listeners. They and you can subscribe to our pod and find podcast providers everywhere. And with that, it's time for us to bid you adieu for another seven days. See you next week.